Hey guys, Jen here. Um, I wanted to do a quick audio for you today. I'm going to say quick. I always say quick, right? And then it ends up being like 10 minutes. But um, I wanted to do an audio for you today that was going to kind of explain some tips on how you can actually do more of the things that you want to be doing in your creative life. So um, if you are like me, you're multi-passionate, you have a lot of different things you like to do, writing is just one of those creative things and there are probably others as well. Um, for me, the others would be things like my radio show, it would be like making audios and creating content. That's something I really enjoy doing and it's really a fun way to be creative. I love to cook. I love to um, make things and build things. So I have a, my dad has a workshop and I have a little project that I've got going on right now, which I'm excited to share more about in the coming months. Um, and so, you know, other than all of that, you know, I write books, obviously. I write screenplays. Um, I have a t-shirt collection. I run a writing business where I edit books for people. And, um, you know, so I have a lot of different things that I do. I like to make YouTube videos. I like to take photos for Instagram. Uh, so anyway, if you're like me, and I'm assuming you are because you're here and, you know, I tend to attract multi-passionate people, um, then writing is just one of many things that you enjoy doing, that you're good at, and that you would love to do more of. So, it's something that I've been committed to for the past two years especially, but um, even before that a little bit, was being the multi-passionate me. Um, and what I mean by that is allowing myself to be who I really am and stop trying to force myself to fit into the societal mold of pick one thing, do one thing, focus on one thing. And yeah, I get it. Like I completely get it. Choose one thing because that allows you to really focus and become an expert at something and be really good at it. And, you know, it just, it's, I get it. It makes sense. And I'm sure it makes sense to you too, which is why you've probably always tried to fit yourself into that mold like I have most of my life. So, you know, my entire life I would always be told, you got to pick one thing. There's always, you know, you got to pick one thing. You can't keep doing all these things. You can't keep jumping around and changing your mind. You have to pick one thing. And so for me, it was like this, insane amount of stress that I used to carry allowing myself to believe that and, and thinking that I had to choose one thing and trying to choose one thing because I just thought it was going to be better that way. But anytime I attempted to, so anytime I would pick something, I would always get bored or hit a wall and want to do something else and it just frustrated me. So I eventually just kept thinking there was something wrong with me and I eventually just thought that's it and there's just something wrong with me. I'm never going to pick one thing. Um, but then I realized over the years of things that I've learned and gone through that it doesn't matter if you can't pick one thing. In fact, you don't have to pick one thing. You never had to pick one thing. And yeah, it makes sense that if you focus your attention on one thing, you're going to grow it faster and do more of it and learn it more faster. And that's great if that's what works for you. Uh, but that doesn't work for me. I can do that with multiple things and I feel really comfortable doing multiple things and knowing that I can be good at all of those things and improve all of those things as well. So um, I made that decision. I'm going to allow myself to be who I really am, which is a multi-passionate person. It's a multi-passionate writer, you know, someone who knows that they're a writer and that is the core foundation of everything that I do in my life. But I'm also a whole bunch of other things. And so now I allow myself to be that. So if you are in that same boat, then hopefully today's audio is going to help you to really start doing more of the things you want to be doing, or at least giving yourself permission to, 
That way you can really embrace that multi-passionate side of yourself and not think that there's something wrong with not wanting to or not being able to choose one thing. See, now I'm to a point where I won't choose one thing. I refuse, like straight up refuse. I completely stand for not choosing one thing um, and I never will. I refuse. I just know that that's not what I meant to be and I'm going to be the renaissance person that I am and be multi-passionate and have a lot of creative things that I do and that I'm good at. So um, on doing all of that and accepting all of that and allowing myself the permission to do all of that comes, of course, the added bonus of, well, now I have to figure out how do I do all of this stuff along with everything else I'm doing. So um, that's something that I've been working on over the past 10 months or so and really just starting to figure out how can I incorporate more of what I want to be doing into my life. So um, what I did was came up with a list of what are the things I want to be working on every single day or most days in my creative life. Like what are the projects, what are the things? And so I came up with six specific areas of potential projects and things that I would like to be focusing on. So um, my six areas are my books and screenplays. That would also include my blog posts. Um, YouTube videos are Instagram posts and stories because again, that was something that I have a lot of fun doing and I would love to do more of. Um, a Etsy shop that I have coming up soon. So I'm working on an Etsy shop with my dad and we're launching in January. So um, that's something I want to be focusing on as well. My radio show my t-shirt collection, and then of course my writing business, working with my clients, um, doing feedback, working on people's stories, etc. So um, those are the six areas that I want to be focusing on every day or most days of the week. So what are those areas for you? And I know that this is a hard question to answer sometimes because you're like, well, you know, there are six things I'd like to do or there are certain things I'd like to do, but you know, I have a day job and I have a family to take care of and I have this and I have that and this commitment and that commitment. And I don't know how I'm going to do all that stuff, but let's just set all that aside for right now and not worry about, well, you know, I have all these other responsibilities and things. We know that, obviously, and those things will get taken care of because they need to, so it will happen, but what will never happen is all the other things you want to do unless you make the space and the time for it. So right now, get out a journal or a piece of paper or do this on your computer. Um, just make a list. What are all the areas that you would love to be focusing creatively. And again, it may be one or two areas, it may be seven areas. You get to decide that. It's not, um, you know, it's completely up to you to decide that and it doesn't matter if you have two or three or if you have 13, <laughs> you know, it's up to you. You get to have however many areas you want to. Now, of course, keeping in mind that all these areas are going to take energy and time away from the other areas. So while it is completely okay to be multi-passionate, you also have to keep in mind that you want to really think about what are the, the things that really matter the most to me? What are the things that light me up the most, that make me feel the most fulfilled, that make me the happiest to do? Those are the things I would start with. Those are the things I would really focus on. Um, but right now, just make your list. What are all the areas you would love to be doing? And then after you make that list, really look back at it and ask yourself that question. You know, um, what are the areas that make me feel the happiest, that make me feel the most fulfilled when I do them, that you know are just so natural, so easy for me? And then those are the ones I would especially get into my life on a regular basis. And then of course the other ones can be things maybe that you rotate out. So maybe like you have one day a week, maybe like weekend day, where you have the 
option to do one of those other areas that maybe aren't the top priority ones, but are things you would still love to dabble in here and there. Because that's allowed. Like, you're allowed to dabble in stuff sometimes. You're allowed to try things for a short period of time just to see what it's like. It's a test drive, you know, like you do with a car. Do I like this? Is this something that I'm going to enjoy doing? You will never know that unless you do it. So um, a while back uh, in 2000, oh gosh, when was this? 2007, I had started making jewelry again. Like I'd been mid jewelry on and off for years because I would see things on models and things like that. And I would be like, oh, I want that. But I would make my own version of it so that I could have it for a lot cheaper price. Um, so I started doing that and people would compliment me on the jewelry sometimes and, oh, that's so pretty. I, you know, where'd you get it? And I would say, oh, I made it. And all of that, you know, kind of got me like, oh, I should start a jewelry business. And so I started a jewelry business. And two months in, I realized I hate this. Like I enjoy making jewelry, but having to do it now for people, like having to do it on command, meaning like because people are ordering stuff and now I have to fulfill the order, um, it wasn't fun for me. I wasn't enjoying it. I liked it so much more when I would just do it for fun, when I would see something and be like, ooh, I want that. Or someone in my family or one of my friends would be like, oh, hey, I saw this necklace and I was wondering if you could make a version of it for me. And then I would be like, oh yeah, sure, cool. But like having to do it where like there were set activities and things I had to do every day because it was a business, like. That just wasn't fun to me, so that didn't last very long. Um, that was something I dabbled in. And yeah, I still have my jewelry supplies. I still make stuff from time to time, but it's for me, it's for family members or friends. It's a fun thing that I do, but it's not something that I would wanna do as a business. So the activities that I focus on, that jewelry making wouldn't be one of those areas. But of course, that could be something I rotate in on a day where I'm like, oh, this is gonna be my day to just do whatever I feel like doing, and sometimes that might be making jewelry. So you get to decide all of this, like I said. And yeah, you're working with a limited schedule, and you know that is something you also have to take into account. So you have only a certain amount of hours in a day. You already have certain hours that are dedicated to activities that you need to do, like work or take care of your kids. But there are also pockets of time where you could be doing this kind of stuff. There are days of your week where you could do other stuff and do these things that you want to be doing. Now, sometimes that is going to mean giving up other things that are less important. So um, that's something you really have to work out with yourself. So maybe you find yourself watching TV every single night for two hours before you go to bed. Well, is there a way you could cut that down to one hour a night and use that other hour on one of these areas that you want to be spending time on? Or is it possible for you to maybe watch TV for two hours a night only three days a week and the other two days you spend those two hours working on these projects. So you have to look at your own schedule and you have to see what's going to work best for you. But there are always ways to do the things that you want to do. You just have to be kind of strategic about it in the sense that if you have sort of a game plan ahead of time and you know what are the areas that are important to me that I would love to be working on in my creative life. What are the things I would like to be doing? And then really breaking down steps of like, okay, what in those areas would I be doing if I was working on them? So that was something I did the other day actually was that I made a list. Um, I actually made a couple of lists. So first I made a list of general. So what in general could I or would I want to work on during the time that I set aside for 
all of these six areas that I want to be doing things. And so what I did was listed out generic activities. Like I could be promoting things or selling things. I could be planning out stuff that's happening in the future. I could be actually doing or making things. Um, I could be doing client support or working with customers. I could handle shipping if you're referring to like the Etsy shop. Um, I could be doing messaging and content creation. I could be taking photos for, you know, the products or whatever I'm going to use to um, create social media posts. I could be connecting with, uh, growing my community and my following. Uh, I can organize and track things, so keep track of what has, what's happening, what's going on. Um, and of course, look for areas where I can combine stuff together. So like for example, if I want to make YouTube videos, but I also want to sell my t-shirt collection, I could wear my t-shirts in my YouTube videos. So there I've just combined two of the creative areas where I want to be doing things and I can do them both at the same time. Um, so I made that generic list. And then after I made the generic list, so that was more just so that I had an idea of what are the general areas within those other areas, would I do stuff, what would I want to do stuff with. And then from there, I broke it down into specifics for each of those areas. So I wrote down books, screenplays, and blog posts. And then what are the specific activities that I could be doing when I'm setting that time aside for that activity? So when I'm like, okay, this hour is for me to work on my books and my screenplays. What what could I be doing? Because I think sometimes what happens is you get that pocket of time or you've got like an hour between something you have going on and you're like, well, I could, I could work on my book or I could work on this thing that I want to do. But then what happens is that you're not sure what to do. You're not sure what to work on specifically. And then you kind of get a little overwhelmed trying to figure it out. And then it just seems easier to watch TV for that hour or, you know, go on Facebook and scroll mindlessly for that hour rather than make use of that hour to do the things you want to be doing. So that's why I think having these lists is going to be really helpful so that when you do have that pocket of time, when you do have that availability to use that time for these creative activities, you can really go to that list and go, okay, what could I be working on in this area? So here are my lists and I won't read all of them to you, but I'll, I'll read a couple of them just so you can uh, get an idea. So for books, screenplays, and blog posts, I have written down write, which is obviously the number one priority task to do during that time when I set it aside, because obviously uh, writing, if you're not doing the writing, you're not really going to end up with any books or screenplays or blog posts. So um, that is definitely the majority of that time when it's set aside. But additional things I could be doing during that time would be plan and develop a story, revise, rework, or rewrite a story, read a draft that has been on hold. So if I wrote something but maybe haven't gone back to actually read it yet, which does happen sometimes. Um, I actually wrote a screenplay earlier this year and I have not gone back to read it yet, which is funny because I've actually been thinking a lot about it, but I just haven't made the time to do it. Um, some other things I have written down, promote and sell. So that would be like my books, um, build or work on a book funnel. So creating a sales funnel that would get people uh, really, really good content and then let them know about my books if they want to check them out. Uh, post on social media or do the stuff from my uh, Kindle coach list, which is basically a list I made with a Kindle coach that I worked with a few years ago. And it's a list of all these different things that I need to set up to make my book business run better. And um, so that's a list I can always pull from if I want to do something in that for the day. Um, so that would be books, screenplays, and blog posts. And when I come up with additional ideas of like, oh, I could do this during that time, then I write it down so that I know what I have as an option. Um, so let's see, I'll read you on my other lists. Um, let's see. 
So, um, okay, so we're talking about my t-shirt collection. So that's another creative area for me that I like to be um, working on. So I've had a bunch of t-shirts designed. They have sayings on them that I say or that I use in my own life and my business um, and just things that I wanted to have on my own shirts. So I wanted to wear them myself. And then I thought, well, if I think they're cool, then other people probably would too. So I decided to make them a collection. Um, so the list of activities that I could do if I'm working on my t-shirt collection, the first activity, the number one, would be promote and sell the t-shirts, obviously, that being the most priority thing because if I don't promote and sell the t-shirts, then um, I'm not gonna have t-shirt business for very long. So that's something, uh, obviously, that needs to be focused on. Additional tasks could be make new t-shirts, post on social media, um, do marketing or promotion stuff, plan any marketing or promotion ahead of time. So, you know, like right now I'm thinking about Christmas time, um, thinking about doing like a promotion around Christmas time for the t-shirts. So that's something I definitely want to be thinking about from now so that I can um, get anything prepared that needs to be before it happens. Um, some other activities work on taking photos of the t-shirts or do a photo shoot, uh, wear a t-shirt. So just in general, put a t-shirt on and wear it that day. Um, pretty much do that every day anyway but um, you know not every day but a lot of days I do it because I really really love these t-shirts um, it's harder in the winter time because most of them are short sleeve so I end up having to layer them but usually I've got them on under my sweater and um, I just love wearing them because I love feeling that message just like I'm holding it close to my heart you know because I've got the message on the t-shirt and it's like right there on my right on the top of my chest so I just feel like really close to my heart it's a message that it's important to me so I like to wear the t-shirt the just for that reason um okay and then another thing i had was do a live stream a video or take a picture of me wearing a t-shirt so um that would just be an additional way to obviously promote or sell the shirts but it was just something i wrote down so that i have it as an option so now when i set my time aside to say this is when i'm going to work on my youtube videos or this is when i'm going to work on my etsy shop or this is when i'm going to you know spend time writing when i have all of that now I never have to go, okay, well, what do I do now? Because I think that happens. Like for me, it doesn't happen with writing because I know what story I'm working on or I know what book I'm working on. So that's not something I need to really think about. Like I don't have to think, what am I going to do now? But sometimes when I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on my radio show. Well, I'm like, well, what do I do now? Like I have to think really like, okay, do I do a promotion or like should I do? And then I just start getting overwhelmed. Like, oh, I don't know what to do specifically. And there's just so many things I could do and then I may not do anything. So now I've got the list of like, okay, I can go to this list and go, all right, so for the radio show, what activities could I possibly be doing during this time that I've set aside now to work on my radio show? Because that is one of my creative areas that I um, want to be working on on a consistent basis. So, you know, I have my little list and it tells me what I can do. So now when I go to the list, I can go, oh, okay, yeah, let's see. Um, share the podcast or share a previous episode. So that's what I did yesterday. I looked at the list and I went, oh yeah, I could do that. So like I just choose whatever inspires me in that moment when I'm deciding I'm working on the radio show right now. And it's like, okay, well, what inspires me? Ooh, um, promote one of the episodes, the previous episodes. So I went to the podcast on iHeart, um, iHeart Radio. So if anyone wants to listen to the podcast at iHeart.com, uh, and I found it on there and then I looked up the different episodes and I chose one of the ones that I really enjoyed making. And then I shared it out on Facebook and um, let people know that they could go listen to it. So that was an easy thing I could do. And that was a fun way for me to work on my radio show and feel like I'm getting it out there so that people can start listening to it more. So um, hopefully this uh, audio has been helpful for you. Uh, it went longer than I expected it to, but hopefully it's worth the 20 minutes to listen to. Um, I hope this has helped you to 
get some ideas on how you can really start to implement more of the things you want to be doing in your life on a regular basis. Um, I really think sometimes when we are limited with our time and we have to be kind of creative and crafty with our schedule so that we can fit in all the stuff we want to do as a multi-passionate person who's committed to being all of who they are, um, you know, it helps to have a plan. <laughs> and, you know, I talk about this with story planning. So I plan all my stories before I write them. And that helps me to have a good first draft that I don't have to rewrite the entire thing because a lot of it will be usable. Um, I think it's just helpful to have a plan. And so it helps to have a plan in that area, your stories, but it also helps to have a plan in your own life areas and the areas you want to be taking advantage of, which would be, you know, how can I do more of the things creatively that I want to be doing in my life because I am multi-passionate and that is something that's important to me. So I hope this was helpful for you. Let me know if you have any questions. I have some really cool content coming for you in the next couple of days um, and some stuff that I'm really excited to share with you. So uh, I hope that this is useful. Let me know if you um, have, like I said, have any questions. And if you try any of this stuff out, definitely share with me. Uh, you can go to my Facebook group. It's the 1% Writers Club. It's a free Facebook group. So you can go there to uh, share how this audio uh, helped you or if it inspired you or what action you're going to take now because of it. So that is it for me. Thanks for listening to this audio and I will catch you next time.